Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Dr. Laura Murillo, President of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We're happy to have another one of our Houston legends joining us today, none other than Pat Oxford. He's going to tell us a little bit about his career in the law, but also his life here in Houston. Welcome. Thanks for joining us, Pat. Laura, I'm glad to be included. Thank you. Well, you've been a great friend to the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and to me personally. And so as we looked at names of people who've had an impact here in Houston, yours was certainly one of them. Well, yeah, I'm honored that you saw it that way. Well, I know that... Uh, you are a graduate of the University of Texas, have great ties there. You've been with Bracewell and Giuliani for, what, 50 years, maybe it's, more? It's Bracewell now, yeah. you have a good memory, 50, 51 years. 51 years. And started very young. Yes, obviously so. Uh, father of two daughters and uh, very involved with the Greater Houston Partnership, et cetera, et cetera. So let's get started with your, your time growing up in, in Beaumont for folks that may not know that uh, you came from Beaumont and uh, eventually made it to the big city, right? I did. Uh, Beaumont, Texas, of course, Laura, is over in the southeast corner. Yeah. Uh, much like Houston, in a different way, it's based on the oil business. The largest uh, oil field in the world at the time was discovered there at the turn of the last century. And um, Beaumont has also been a shipping port. Mm -hmm. I had a uh, what for the 50s was a very uh, traditional time, being raised in the 50s. Uh, went to Catholic schools there and played baseball and football and all that mm -hmm. folks did in those days, and went off to the University of Texas uh, yes. uh, for undergraduate school when I was 18, and then went on the law school from there. Mm -hmm. At that time, uh, Houston seemed like a wonderful place to come, and it was. And I came down, the Braceville boys hired me. Mm -hmm. at, uh, the firm was then called Braceville and Patterson. Was hired then, and uh, I've been there ever since. Yeah. Now, did you know, it sounds like you knew all along that you would become an attorney. I did not. Uh, and I'm not sure anybody really does I, I, uh, what they really want to do. I sort of backed into it in the sense that uh, when I got, the, got to undergraduate school, my brother had gone on to be a lawyer, so I had to look at it. Some of my friends were going. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure in those days what a lawyer did. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a really practicing lawyer in the family. Mm -hmm or certainly not in a firm, and the firms were smaller. Uh, but uh, it turned out to be a, a great thing for me happiness-wise. I've thoroughly enjoyed yeah. practicing law, and I think that's probably because I was practicing law in Houston, Texas. Yeah. I've loved being here, and uh, it's... Uh, it's home. Provided for a great career. Yeah, it's home for you. Sure is. So, talking about Beaumont, tell me a little bit about your parents. What did they do? Well, they were, uh, my father was in the lumber business, uh, as was his father before him. 
Mother was, uh, the phrase was not in use then, but she was a stay-at-home mom. Uh, she had the five of us. I was the third of five. Okay. And uh, so she was, uh, as moms were in those days, she was uh, kind of kept us kept us going. And in a small town, carpooling isn't a big deal, but riding bikes is. And uh, she she just kept up with us all. And she had a widespread of children. Uh, I have a I have a little brother who's uh, 14 years younger than I am. So yeah. she she was dealing with kids the whole time I was there and, and yeah. moment with her and my dad. Yeah. So you graduate from the University of Texas. You went straight to law school. I did. Uh huh. And was there ever any thought of staying in Austin, or did you know you'd come back to this area? No, actually, I. I uh, um, I loved Austin, but after seven years there, Laura, uh, you're ready to leave, or at least I was. I think most people are. I remember actually driving out of Austin after my last uh, 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 test there. I took the bar there as well. And I saw the tower the Austin at the University of Texas in my rearview mirror, and I kept on trucking. I come down, <laughs> kept on trucking down to Houston. Yeah, and so you've been here ever since. Ever since. Ever since. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, your role here in the Houston area. You've had many different roles uh, in the law firm, and uh, tell us a little bit about your current role there. Well, let me start with saying um, I love Houston, mm -hmm. and. Uh, it's always been given me great pleasure to be able to participate in various things over the years. Mm -hmm. In addition to the law firm, because when you're a youngster, uh, the law practice does take all of your time. Mm -hmm. But as you got older and maybe were able to manage others, I, I actually was on the board of the Houston Ballet for some years. Mm -hmm. um, I, the uh, uh, I met you through the Greater Houston Partnership, which I think most were, people watching would know is sort of our Chamber of Commerce here, mm -hmm. our soon become Junior Chamber of Commerce behind the Hispanic Chamber with your hard work over there. And we've worked together, as, as folks need to know. Um, so I was there and uh, when I became managing partner of the law firm in the law business, the managing partner is really the CEO of the firm. Yes. Um, uh, I got involved, very heavily involved in the Greater Houston Partnership. Mm -hmm. And then uh, for various reasons, uh, primarily because uh, I begged him, the then Governor George Bush put me on the Board of Regents of the University of Texas system. Yes. And I became very interested in health affairs on that University of Texas uh, sure. system. People may not know, has six major uh, medical institutions, uh, two of mm -hmm. which are here and uh, got involved in health affairs. So when I finished my tour on the Board of Regents, I moved over to Texas Medical Center, Inc., which, uh, you know, it owns all the land underneath the underneath the um, medical center. And I've been very involved there from, for many years since then. Pat Oxford, a great friend of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and very involved in our communities, talking to us a little bit about his role at the Greater Houston Partnership, which we all know. And the Chamber of Commerce has been very engaged since Pat's uh, time there and with many others involved in the Greater Houston Partnership. So let's fast forward to, to that time of uh, your role with the Greater Houston Partnership. That's a lot of work. Uh, it is. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. There's a, a lot of phone calls, big priorities. How are you able to balance that in the firm business? Well, I mean, distinguish between a couple of things that the partnership does, one of which is uh, I call it sales uh, for Houston, that trying to attract businesses here, uh, trying to create a, uh, a, a business climate, a, a climate that is, uh, attracts business here. Yes. 
but but I've always uh, presented at the partnership in my role there is that good public policy is the best thing we can do to attract business here. So I've been very involved in the partnerships involvement and the formation of public policy, not only here in Houston, mm -hmm. with the city and with the county, but also statewide. Mm -hmm. Because of other experiences I've had, um, I've uh, have a lot of uh, relationships in the, 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 the Texas political community. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've spent a lot of time on that mm -hmm. uh, and the getting people here and uh, uh, talking to them about Houston and how they can help us. As we're speaking today, you know that we have some major issues with Austin and Washington, all going all the way back really to Hurricane Ike, yes. but uh, certainly involving the hurricane since Harvey and others. So um, I spend a lot of time in my partnership on public policy matters. Um, uh, that fits with the firm, uh, what the firm does, because uh, you have a chance to visit both in your work with the Greater Houston Partnership and at the Texas Medical Center with other leaders, their business leaders, and you have client relationships with many of them. Right. So um, you're right. I am busy, no busier, probably not even as busy as you are, Laura. Your your uh, your, your your work ethic is legendary, but I, I think that uh, it's rewarding. It's fun. So and I love Houston, and I'm able to help it in a minor way, and I love it. Well, we're speaking of public policy. Can you name one particular piece of legislation that you are proudest of that you were affiliated with? Well, that's, uh, yeah, I don't want to indicate that uh, I deserve any pride as if I was the lead lead person no, on but it. but you were part of it, and I, it was, I was impactful, I was. I'm sure. It, the, you know, the, the Texas legislature, uh, Laura, as you know as well as I do, which meets every other year, mm -hmm. uh, particularly during these times, seem to wander off on topics which don't seem to be directly related to uh, the future of Texas business or Texas. Uh, social issues, which are, uh, I, I assume, a matter of passion to some people, are, in my humble view, irrelevant to what we're trying to do business-wise, as you and I are trying to do. So I think uh, keeping, helping to keep the state legislature, both the House and the Senate, focused on what they should be focused on uh, uh, is something I think I've made a minor contribution to. Uh, because businessmen, if, you know, they, they really don't want to deal necessarily with with uh, the uh, borrowed intricacies of the Texas legislature. But when explained to them that, that uh, these folks are going off on these social issues and not dealing with things which are so critical now, which you know, is funding education properly, yes. particularly pre-K, and uh, other issues that businesses have. Uh, so Texas can compete uh, nationally and internationally for, for business. Mm -hmm. um, I would say that I've enjoyed that more than any other. I also was heavily involved in, in the city finances in the way that I, we have a wonderful uh, man on the, the Greater Houston Portrait, Guy Watts, uh, 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 who... Um, uh, was heavily involved in so, so helping Houston solve the pension issue. And Mark uh, 
Mark Watts, uh, uh, took the lead, and I was able to help him on that. So that kind of thing, where you, you feel like you really have helped move the ball forward for yes. Houston. Well, and as you mentioned, keeping our legislators focused on what's important. We can't talk about uh, public policy and bringing business to Houston without talking about education. You mentioned it. I know that all of us are trying, uh, the, the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce has met with the Greater Houston Partnership to try to make sure we stay you know, on the same you know, track when it relates to that. Um, if there is a silver bullet, you know, what is it for HISD in your opinion? Well, as far as Houston Independent School is concerned, this is my opinion, not necessarily that of the Greater Houston Partnership. It's worked itself into an organizational structure where it does not work. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, become um, people seem to be concerned, which are not, I'm not saying to mean, you know, the jobs that uh, the people working for the for the and how much they get paid and their their eye sometimes gets off of what education is about and that's our young people yes and uh getting people refocused on the young people what's the best way to teach them mm -hmm. we have uh, as you well know we have a our diversity houston's diversity is uh uh showing up more brightly with our young people, where they're coming from different parts of diff different economic backgrounds and uh, different parental interests. And uh, uh, so education in Houston, uh, to, to, to be a little bit grand but accurate, our future depends on this, solving this issue. We can't, we can't continue to go forward and continue to attract all of our talent from outside of the state. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure our schools are turning out top young people for colleges, not only Texas colleges, but colleges all over the all over the United States. And I think we're making progress on that. I know the Hispanic Chamber has been a huge help to us on that, of course. Well, we'll keep working together on that and so much more, Pat. I'd look forward to that. Thank you so much. And on behalf of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, thank you for joining us as we recognize Pat Oxford as one of our Houston legends. Thank, thank you, you. So, thank you so much, Laura. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.